Well, hi everyone. This is uh, around the long fire. I keep wanting to say along the long fire. No, that's but, too yeah, it's, samey samey. Yeah. Um, but there's just like the alliteration happening, which is yes. really common in Eddie poems. Um, sure. Anyway. Yeah, this is this is our new podcast that basically started as me like half jokingly tweeting something and then you being like let's do it. <laughs> um I think you know me well enough now where you don't say shit unless you're willing to commit. Yeah. <laughs> I tweeted it knowing that it could happen, but yeah. Mhm. Um so hi, I'm I'm M. Uh, this is on a mineral mapping. I run this network. I have a bunch of podcasts on it. You probably know who I am. Yeah, and I need probably start with that. I'm the I'm the the main host of this, I guess. Um, yeah, and I part of this, I think, part of the reason why you ended up being like, yeah, let's do that, is uh, finally this is a podcast where someone else is going to be teaching you a bunch of shit, and you you don't have to be the expert. Um, because we're I, yeah, I, this is genuinely exactly why I said yes. Well, one, I've we've been talking about maybe we should find something to do for a while. Yeah, um, we were in. I was in a place. I just had a podcast. It was a book club where we went through uh, the works of J.R.R. Tolkien called Baggin Book Club. It's on the Export Audio Podcast Network, um, and we finished. And that was me, kind of like I'd read all these books multiple times, leading everyone through it a little bit, and you know it's fine. I enjoyed them, whatever. Um, but I was done and I was like, I was like, I'm done. No more podcasts. Thank God. Get my Thursdays back. Um, not, I have no other ideas, but if the right idea comes along, I'll say yes. And then literally like two days later, <laughs> you were like, I, I have something <laughs> and it's perfect yeah. because yeah, I don't know anything about the thing we're talking about, but it's in my interest set, uh, extremely. And that I've always, I always, I'm like, when I finish some like classics literature podcast, I'm always like, man, I should just do this all the time. I should not do that. Um, <laughs> But you're saving me from reading uh, Lamorte Arthur's instead, so thank you. Yeah, instead we're going to read, uh, I'm saying like primarily Icelandic sagas, but I'm also treating that very broadly because like within the study of sagas, often when people say Icelandic sagas, they mean what's also called like family sagas. Um, mm -hmm. the, the actual like word in Icelandic is like basically sagas of the Icelanders. Um mm -hmm. But and that's like we're gonna be reading a number of those, but it's very specifically about people like living in Iceland, um, about like the society that they set up there. Uh it's mostly just gonna be like people on farms having squabbles between each other. Um Yeah. But like the first thing we're gonna read is just like a legendary saga. Um But most of this, not all of it, but most of these sagas uh, as we have them right now, are preserved in books like from Iceland, because uh, a, a large number of books were were written there. Um, people were were really into reading. There's like a long history um, of literature going back to the sagas in Iceland, uh, and then that, probably the biggest reason why a bunch of the ones that we have preserved are from Iceland is uh, when they were trying to then win independence back from Norway. Because uh, we'll get into this as we read the sagas, but eventually Iceland submits to Norway um, because the their country, the way that they're running it has fucked up so bad that they just like we need an executive force because we never did one. Um, and we need someone to just come in here and like fix things. Um, and so they decide to to submit to the uh, Norwegian king. 
not necessarily the smartest move. Um, and then eventually when stuff gets shuffled around, they get transferred, like uh, Denmark basically controls them. And uh, some of the earliest like attempts to get independence galvanize around like this idea that um, is now being challenged. And I agree with the challenging of it, but that like the sagas are inherently Icelandic, that it is like a, a proto novel about a proto nation state that is Iceland. And I think some of that is there. Like when we get to, to Njala, like there is, that is a, a book specifically about like Iceland as a state that failed. Um, but also like this stuff is just all old Norse. Um, and so trying to like fully say this is just Icelandic is highly reductive. Um, but there's a history for why, like so much of the stuff that we have is, um, was preserved in Iceland and is also like still for many people feels most culturally Icelandic because the Icelandic language changed the least from old Norse, where if you speak modern Icelandic, you can read most of these texts with like, it's like reading Shakespeare, which is kind of wild considering hmm. they're like Beowulf. Yeah, that's age. wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can't read Beowulf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like maybe sometimes oh. like reading uh, Chaucer or something, but like still yeah, yeah. A, a level of like, oh, we, we changed the alphabet a little bit in between. We have some new words. Some of these words mm -hmm. are archaic, but like most of the principles are the same. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Even Chaucer, you don't want to really like just dive into raw Chaucer <laughs> unless you really are know what you're doing in little bits and pieces. Um, it's rough. Um, so this is we're doing this as like one season right now. Yeah. Because um, I was like, in case we don't really take to it, I don't want to like disappoint people that this is an ongoing podcast and then we end up deciding not to do it. I mean, we'll, we'll probably have a good time. We'll see. But I always love to have an out, a built in. Um and so we're doing six, right, books? Um, six or seven? I, I have five in this one letter up. I don't, I don't know if I threw in another one while we were talking, but... Okay. I didn't remember. Yeah. I, I, w I, I don't have it in front of me. The, the schedule is not quite finalized yet because you were still like, I'm going to move stuff around right before we started. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Um, but um, we, will, we will do like five, I guess five or six, five um, books um and we'll give you the chapters or whatever uh this podcast will be going out every week um starting on uh thursday november 3rd that yes. is the first episode um and it'll be every thursday unless we decide to change it because uh, editing on that one is going to be fast because we record we're going to be recording wednesday nights not that week but every other week um and uh like i said every week except for the like last full week of the month typically um i basically requested whenever i'm editing abnormal mapping we take a week off <laughs> yeah um because which, i just want to overstress um yeah which just gives me some time to decompress without having to cancel on you because uh that no one likes a regular cancellation <laughs> yeah um so that'll that'll be the plan uh so that means that we are going to be recording for the next three weeks um, which is good because our first book, almost as if we plan this, is three <laughs> weeks long. <laughs> yeah. So the, the first one that we're doing is the Volsunga saga or the saga of the Volsungs. Um, I think the, the version we'll be reading, there's like, I think multiple editions that have been published, but I think most of them should be broadly the same, uh, is the Penguin Classic translation, um, by 
uh, Jesse L. Byock, B-Y-O-C-K, I think that's how you say his name. Um, I'm not positive. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of these are, like, I'm fine if people are like, well, I found this translation. Um, sometimes there might be slight variations because there are different, uh, like, texts that have slightly different passages and people have to like make a decision of what passage they're going to do um but i don't think it will substantially change people's experience if like you have a copy and it's not the copy we're reading just go ahead and reread that you don't need to go out and buy penguin classics yeah this is not like when we covered three kingdoms where like finding versions that weren't abridged was difficult yeah um and this one we'll, we're breaking up into three weeks. We could probably do it faster. It's not like a, a terribly long saga. Um, but as we're getting no, into the but... speed of things, as like I'm explaining just stuff about sagas, we figure doing some uh, it would be easier to do fewer pages and then add more as we go on. Um, yeah. When I when I ask you what's in Iceland, uh, it's going to take some time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for the first episode, it'll be uh, chapters one through 12, which okay. um, I don't have it with me right now, but I I forget if we're going to get the birth of Seer, who's the like main hero of it yet in those first 12 okay. chapters, because a lot of sagas have a, a lengthy like section where it's just all the, the people who came before the person that you actually care about uh, in the saga. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Um, it happens um this book's relatively short like i said it'd be three weeks like even at 12 you look at you hear 12 chapters the whole book's like 130 pages so yeah yeah a lot of chapters will be like a couple pages maybe um because chapter just kind of meant something different back then um Mm -hmm. but and that people might be familiar with this um it has the same uh basically like source uh legend that also the uh Nibelung glide comes from so there's they're they're different um there's a i think a a belief sometimes with people that because of Wolsunga saga like the copy we have uh the existing like extant copy is older than Nibelung glide it's like more correct or true to the original but like both of them evolved in their respective cultures to some degree um mm-hmm. so that's not a, an entirely correct like both of them are having some other source that is uh, probably different than than either of them, um, but yeah, people people may be familiar with some of these characters if they're at all familiar with like the Nibble on Glide and those things. Uh, I'll be honest this uh, this is like where my interest in European literature kind of petered all the way out. I never went to this stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's it's all new to me. I'm really excited because I was like, like I was really into like Renaissance medieval literature. Like I know a lot about Dante and other <laughs> like stuff of the time. You get into that, like that's my that's my speed. But then when I went back, I just I just ended up like in like reading like like Heike Monogatari and Tale of Genji and shit like that. Like that's like that. I just le- left all the way to Japan for yeah. <laughs> uh, actual ancient stuff. So this is well out of my wheelhouse. Um, yeah, this is, so it's funny that this is the podcast you're doing right after Bag End because yes. um, I read Lord of the Rings and like the Silmarillion, 
well, The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, Silmarillion. I did it in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, reread, I think, The Lord of the Rings. And then I was like, I want to like read some of the stuff that he's pulling from. Um, mm-hmm. And I had already a little bit of an interest in like other Icelandic cultural things. So I'm like, I'm going to go read the sagas. And then I just got really deep into there and then like never went into popular fantasy. <laughs> I just went yeah. back and never uh- left. <laughs> So I read, I read Lord of the Rings, right? Like I read Fellowship right as the movie was coming out and then the movie hit and then I read the rest of it and then I read The Hobbit and some really and like by the time Two Towers come out, I'd like read Lord of the Rings like three times through or whatever. Um, but another movie that came out in 2001 is, is Hannibal, uh, the, the movie based on the Tom Harris book uh, in which a Hannibal Lecter goes to Florence and learns a lot about Dante and I, as as a sixteen year old and as an adult in my mid thirties, think Hannibal Lecter is the coolest guy in the world. Um, and I was like, if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. And veered directly into medieval stuff instead, and never looked back. <laughs> Which is a ludicrous path yeah. to reach uh, where I was. But um, there's, I've not read it, but uh, Tolkien did do the Legend of Sigurd and and Guthrun. Um, but mm. apparently. Uh, having not read it and just having like a vague understanding of it, um, he has a lot of like bones to pick with whoever wrote the saga. He thinks that he like whoever wrote the saga messed it up a bunch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know entirely what he bases that off of, but um, I do know that about Tolkien is that he was like they got it wrong. So okay, um, yeah. Um, I like I touched briefly on like uh, like I've read uh, Chaucer and I've read Beowulf and stuff like that, but yeah, uh, some reason partially just because like we'll maybe talk about as we get further in but like i association always associated like people who are really into like nordic stuff is just like it's just a big red flag right (laughs) yeah um and so finding someone who is like down to be into that stuff but not be like a huge like you know nazi is was a problem it was it was a problem back then it's only gotten worse since then um thankfully you're chill so i can trust you to not try to recruit me into some terrible group yeah for me a lot of the interest comes from uh like i have a i have an interest specifically in this because Mm. i'm fascinated with like oh so this like idea of the icelandic saga originates in this like push for independence how does like there's like this knife's edge in in working for independence as like a a nation of like you can so easily fall into fascism and I'm just fascinated by that like line um because mm-hmm. I just think it's like a, a a weird thing as someone who's often interested in people like getting independence from colonial powers but then how do you like avoid the problems of nationalism in that so. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Iceland has not always done the best job avoiding the problems of uh, nationalism and fascism. In, um, no, yeah. I mean, really, who has when you look at the long history yeah. of uh, countries? Um, um, yeah, that's very funny. I'm really excited to do this. I'll be honest. Um, I've been like, I can't believe we have to wait till November to record because uh, I'm not just going to like leap into the book. I'll read the whole damn thing. I'm just going to wait until like the week before. Yeah. I'm particularly excited when we get to uh, Nyala. Uh, also, the full title is uh, Brandon Nyal Saga, but it's like such a classic in uh, Iceland that it's often just abbreviated to Nyala. Like it's just like given the short name. Um, mm-hmm. But because uh, that is the one where like, oh, they are like 
they are writing a book. They're not like trying to write down stories. They're like, I'm going to write a narrative. There's like a courtroom drama in it. It's great. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That'll be fun. But uh, I think sometimes people hear this stuff. They want a little bit of the, the gods and things. So we'll start with Legendary Saga. We'll get some of that fun before we like dive. The second one we're going to do is Robin Kell Saga, which is just like um, full on like to a degree that when we read it, um, I think I, I will challenge this understanding, but a lot of people read it as like being very realist. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, we'll kind of get the two extremes and then we'll, we'll move around from there. But yeah, we are, we are strictly saga on season one. I did request if we do a season two to throw an Edda in there and also, but yeah, I think my current slate, my main, uh, reticence with doing an, uh, Ada, like right out of the be like, right out the gate is that it is kind of like going to the Silmarillion, like at the very beginning of reading Tolkien where it's like, this is like poetry that's full of, um, I mean, it's not like Kenning's to the the extent that, uh, Scaldic poetry is where that is like Mm -hmm. every single line has something where it's like, they're talking about like Sif's hair and you just have to know that that means gold. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but there's still a lot of like, uh, Haiti, where they will like use a uh, a specific name that only appears in poems to refer to somebody or something, um, mm. because they're still trying to get all of this alliteration. So there's like so much that you have to do to to maintain alliteration and be able to write what you want to write. Um, yeah, and it's also just like we're still going to get poems interspersed throughout sagas, so we'll get a taste of it, uh, and then we can mm. we can start breaking down like. Maybe the prose Ada first, because that one's kind of fun in the way that he's, like, explaining how they're constructing, um, like, metaphors and things in it. Um, and then I I love the poetic Ada. It's a great read. But, um, yeah, we'll get there if yeah, we if we do this more of this podcast. Yeah, there's plenty to do if we decide to do it. Ooh. So there are um, so many of I these. Think... <laughs> Yeah, I think that's everything for episode zero, unless you had anything else. Um, I don't think so. I guess if someone's like really excited for this project and wants to read along uh, and wants to have like, maybe I'm going to read a few extra stuff. Um, there's one, I think it was also Penguin Classics, but it's called The Sagas of the Icelanders. Uh, it's like a big uh-huh. tome if you if you see it. Um and a number of the ones we're going to read are in there. So um, I think it might be the same that they've done individual uh, translations of. But like, I think I recommended to you to just get this for the podcast. Uh, one of the things that I love about it is it has really good glossary of terms in the back and like uh, indexes that explain stuff about the culture. So um, it, it's useful for that in the way that like when I first was reading some of this stuff, uh, it was like, okay, I'm reading like a textbook about this while I'm reading the like actual book. Um, and this kind of simplifies some of that for easier understanding. So I'll recommend it. Yeah, we will, um, have, if you go to the URL, which should be on the abnormal mapping website, I think it's going to be for now abnormalmapping.com slash long fire. There'll be a dash in there, I think. Yeah. Um, long dash fire. Um, you can find there will be a link to our reading page, which have our schedule and any recommended books. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna have that set up before our first episode. Um, it should be as soon as we get it together, but you know how things go. 
Yeah. By the time this episode goes up, it might even be up. Who knows? I don't know how the week's going to go. This is probably going to go up on Thursday. It is now Sunday night when we're recording. So, yeah. Um, but I guess otherwise we can just do plugs. I might do s- yeah, slightly yeah. longer because this is the, the first, like, I mean, I, I guessed it on what? Uh, I think just VoIP. I think that's the only abnormal mapping thing I've been on so far. Um, yeah, you're going to be on Gundam yeah. uh, in a while, in a couple months. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Yeah. So go ahead. Introduce yourself. Do whatever you want. Yeah. So I'm Neve. I'm mostly on like sister network, I guess. Uh, Export audio. Um, started out there doing Ghost Divers, which is an anime podcast uh, with me and my friend Connor. Um, we usually cover like I would say six to eight episodes uh every other week so it's like a bi-weekly podcast um and it's a lot of like deep diving into the episodes um as well as trying to talk about like we do six to to eight episodes because we kind of want to be able to cover how like an arc will will form in the series as well um but uh people seem to like it i'm like this weekend, Autumn pointed out that they were looking for best film theory podcast, and it's on like player.fm or something where we're like number eight or nine for film theory, which is just weird to me. Um, but yeah, that's a, a an anime podcast if people are into anime. Um, then I do Ornate Stairwells with my friend Autumn. Um, that is a movie podcast where we record too long because we talk about every single movie that we watch that week, uh, which can sometimes be quite a few. So, <laughs> um, but, and then we'll have like a main episode and when this is going out, we're still like knee deep in twin peaks. Cause we're doing a whole David Lynch thing. Um, and for a year, yeah, for a, for a yeah, it's going to be a full year, which is kind of weird to think about, but, uh, it's been fun so far. We'll see if maybe we'll just like pull out at some point. We'll be like, we're tired of this, but Autumn and I both like Twin Beaks. So I, I think we'll maintain, uh, and make it through. Um, and then my last one is Pondering Puton, which is really just like, I don't know why anyone would listen to that if they didn't like listening to me on podcasts because it's just me and connor goofing off for uh the the like main conceits of it is we're reading the manga cromartie high school at the rate that it was published in uh weekly shonen magazine which is usually a chapter a week um there are some where uh there's like two chapters published um and we have a few breaks in there but um yeah so we'll be we'll be reading through that and then uh Every episode, there's a timer where when we hit record, I start the timer for 30 minutes. And when it goes off, I have to rush through plugs as quickly as possible, Um, which is mostly just the we could goof off for hours if we let it. And so we intentionally put it there. But it's also just like funny, like (laughs) it's a really stupid podcast. I like it a lot. Yeah. (laughs) But it's mostly a comedy podcast. Don't go into it expecting uh, us to be doing deep dives into Cromartie High School. Uh, we did one chat or one episode where we did that as a bit. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, the other thing about it is that Connor and I tell we don't talk to each other at all about what we're going to do. We start recording and Connor will just spring something on me or I'll just spring something on him. And that's the 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 vibe. So um yeah, and that's that's all of my podcasts. So, and then of course you can go to exportodd.io and support the network. And you can find me on Twitter uh, at Foxmomnia.
There we go. Yeah. What about you? I mean, uh, <laughs> this is your your network. You can, so yeah, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. This podcast is part of the Abnormal Mapping Network. You go to abnormalmapping.com. You'll find a bunch of podcasts like Abnormal Mapping, the podcast, which is a game club I do with my friend Jackson. We will have just released our episode on Norco, which is a game I finished. Uh, <laughs> oh no, this is going out this week. Uh, that's a couple weeks now. I just finished Norco. Norco's really good. Look forward to that at the end of the month. Um, and uh we have a patreon patreon.com sessional mapping if you'd like to support us we give you a lot of free po- not free uh premium podcasts for your donations at uh the patreon uh we just recorded and released our episode on the pelican brief which is mostly us talking about ebert giving an incredible three-star review where he mostly talks about how the movie sucks and the book sucks and sometimes a mid movie is all you need in your life um it's incredible <laughs> yeah i was listening to the episode earlier today um that review is very good. Uh, it's true. He's right. He's right. Yeah. This is, we we lost something when the made when the default mode of a film was not a like seven out of ten legal thriller <laughs> or like an erotic thriller yes. or some sort of stupid melodrama. Now everything's big and bombastic and worse, um, unfortunately. But you can check yeah. that out uh, for five dollars. Patreon constitutional mapping. We got a bunch of other podcasts. I think that's it. Everyone knows our shit. We'll be back in a, like three weeks, I guess, for the first episode. Yeah, uh, I guess. So gather your books. By then, maybe it'll actually be cold, and it'll our, our like whole theme about like sitting around a fire will make more sense. Yeah, um, I mean it's like getting chilly here, but in like just a cozy way, you know. We had a, we had our first frost here yesterday, um, and then it's going to get back up into the mid seventies this week because <laughs> we can't have any nice things. Um, I haven't actually looked at what the weather's going to be here, but I think we're done here. Yeah, we're, we're talking done here. About the we don't have a sign off. <laughs> we don't have a sign off. We have nothing other than I hope that this will be a good podcast, and uh, we hope that you will join us and find out. So, bye. Bye.